With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, hearing footsteps when everyone is in bed. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Hey, we like to hear your real ghost stories. So if you have one, share it. You can call in anytime. It's 855-853-4802. You can write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. Then if you prefer an ad-free version of the show, you'll also get advanced episodes and access to the archive. Become a premium subscriber. You can do that through Apple Podcasts. You can try it three days free. See if you like it. You can also sign up through patreon.com slash real ghost stories or at ghostpodcast.com. I'm Carol Hughes. Kathy Gordon, doesn't that intro to the story remind you of being a kid? Oh, it does. And it kind of makes me laugh a little bit because when we were kids, we used to hear footsteps and we we had a two-story really old house and the bedrooms were, you know, all upstairs. And so we were up there we'd all be asleep it'd be quiet and you would always hear these footsteps come up the stairs are the old wooden creaky stairs we had and you know they go could on the come landing up the up. stairs they could come and, out of the bathroom they could go down you know, the stairs but it seemed like they'd come up you know and and so i remember one night it was particularly pronounced that it, it really sounded like somebody came upstairs and one of us i can't remember which one of us it was said like, let's pretend it was me. I And I said, Cindy? And she said, yes, from her bed. Carol? And she said, yes. Gary? And he said, yes. Cheryl? She said, yes. You know, and we could all hear we were in our beds. But like, we used to just like, it'd be like the Waltons, you know, at the end of the Waltons where they like, go, good night, you know, good night. But we'd do it because of a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the was thing, it you? The thing was is, you? the was footsteps you? couldn't have been any of us anyway, because we were all kids. And these were like heavy men steps. Yeah, like he was wearing heavy. heavy shoes. It wouldn't be kids. None it of us so could walk weird. like that. Wait, wait. Yes. <laughs> It's like, how about get out of bed and try to find the intruder? 
<laughs> but we all knew it wasn't anything you could find. And exactly. so I guess it was just, are you all okay? Yes. And it happened <laughs> all the time in that house. My worst nightmare was the night that it walked past my bedroom, but walked to my bedroom and stopped and then came in. Oh, that was the worst. And then it stood at the foot of my bed and I could hear it breathing. Oh, and it was just doing this standing there. Well, and the breathing almost like makes that. it sound like it is a person. I know it wasn't a person. But then it came around. And of course, I threw the covers over my head. And I could feel it come around the bed to my head and lean over, and it was breathing. Oh, what and the then, And I'm just under the covers, you know. And <laughs> then I, um, it stands up, walks back around, out, down the hall, into the bathroom, you know. Like, but where are you going the in the bathroom? That was the worst, like, that night. Because, like, you know, I could hear it walking. But then I, when it came into my room, I was like, oh, my God. And you're a kid. And, like, why are you scaring the kid? Yeah, I'll never forget oh. that. That was, the, that was the scariest thing that ever happened to me. So, and, you know, I've been in places with spirits, you know. But this one was not a good one. No. So there's a difference. Like, one time I had a spirit reach over and pull the hair out of my eyes when I was laying in bed you know just reach over like some like you would to one of your kids just you know pull your hair out. now okay that's weird but i didn't feel threatened by it either it felt more loving so as as weird as it was it didn't scare me horribly the one in elma scared me terribly oh, that was scared the shit out of me if somebody do that i'd be like i've got it okay <laughs> I know you're thinking nice things and that you think you're helping me and lovingly and all that. <laughs> well, no. it was a little unnerving, but not not like in a I feel threatened sort of way, like something like this thing would kill me, you know. And in Elma, I could I would feel that way. I would feel that this thing is very bad. Well, you ready to hear this one? Yeah, I want to hear about their footsteps. It says, hi, my name is Joey, and I live in Cleveland, Ohio. I recently stumbled upon your podcast while I was in search of something to keep me busy at work. I work in a print shop with six very large and loud printers, so I put on my headphones to drown out the noise. I don't know if I'm sensitive or if I've just been haunted by things my whole life but I have a long list of ghost and paranormal stories I'm excited to share with you and fellow listeners. My first experience I want to share is one that started my adult haunting that I feel follows me. I had just graduated from high school in 2006 and moved home to Newcastle, Pennsylvania from Alabama. I was living with my aunt while looking for a job and an, and an apartment to move into. Since I was living with her, I would watch my cousins who were around 11 and 13 at the time while she was at work. My aunt's house wasn't very old, maybe built sometime in the 40s or 50s. It was situated further back from the road than the other houses around. The house sat on about two acres that backed onto a cornfield. The house was set up with stairs to the basement and the second floor stairs on top of each other right in the center of the house. I guess one goes down the basement, one goes up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The floors were old hardwood and squeaked with the slightest bit of weight. I swear this description comes into play further into the story. Just try to imagine the layout. 
One night after I'd been living there for a few months, probably around October, I had the kids go to bed because they had school the next morning, and I went into the basement to watch TV and play around on the computer. The house remained relatively quiet besides the tapping of the dog's nails walking down the basement stairs to relax with me and the normal noises houses tend to make when they get older. The silence was broken by what I knew was the sound of footsteps coming from the second floor stairs and walking down into the living room above me. I was annoyed because I thought the kids had been awake fooling around this whole time and they had school in the morning. I jumped up rushed up the basement stairs expecting to see one of the two boys standing near the door in the kitchen, but there was nothing. No kids, no animals, nothing. The dimly lit kitchen was just the same as I had left it hours before. I brushed it off as the fat cat coming down from one of the boys' bedrooms and retreated to whatever show I was watching. About 30 minutes passed with the same silence as before until I hear the footsteps again this time slower, like one step at a time, almost like a small child walking downstairs one step at a time because their legs are too short to move to the next. That's a really good description. Yeah. Because you know what that sounds like. Mm -hmm. This time, the footsteps moved from the bottom of the steps, moving through the living room, over me, and into the kitchen. They stopped almost right where the basement door led out into the kitchen. I was pissed at this point because I was sure it wasn't. I was pissed at this point because I was sure it was one of the boys fooling around. I rushed to the top of the stairs to yell at whichever boy it was and have him get his butt back to bed. But again, there was nothing. I went back into the basement, assuming it was the fat cat just bubbling around in her old age. But when I got back to the couch, I saw Jetty, the dog, on one side of where I was sitting and the cat on the back of the couch. I knew right then that this was not the kids or the animals, and I was speechless. I didn't know what to do. I just sat down in silence, contemplating what my options were. I didn't want to be alone, but it was also late into the night, and I couldn't wake the kids up for company. Not that they would have been much comfort. I'd probably have scared them and made things even worse. So instead, I just sat back down, wrapped myself in a blanket, and continued to watch TV, huddled in a ball on the couch as close to the dog as he'd let me get. About an hour later, I heard the same, all-too-familiar sounds of footsteps squeaking down the stairs into the living room and stopped right before the top of the basement stairs in the kitchen. I was frozen in fear at this point. The dog was awake and aware of the sounds this time, letting out little grunts and half growls. The cat being the fat little thing that she was didn't move much besides scooting closer to me and the dog. I was too afraid to go up the stairs this time because I knew I was going to be greeted with the same dimly lit kitchen with no sign of anything that could have possibly made the sounds I was hearing. I managed to think through my terror and pull out the crappy flip phone I had at the time and call my best friend Josh in a panic. All I could get out of my mouth was muffled whispers about something being in the house and that I needed him to come over. I knew it would take him at least 20 minutes to get across town to my aunt's house, and I would have to muster up the courage and unlock the door to let him in the house. Lucky for me, it was late as hell, 
and traffic was non-existent, so he made it in about 10 minutes. I saw the headlights of his car coming up the drive, so I got the dog up and had him follow me quietly up the stairs into the kitchen and to the back door to let Josh in. Needless to say, there was no one or nothing around when Jetty and I made it into the kitchen. I had Josh stay the rest of the night until my aunt made it home at 5 a.m. That had to have been a really long night. My well, God. Yeah. It's like, how could you ever even fall asleep? I explained to her what went on, and she brushed it off as sounds of an old noisy house. I never experienced the footsteps again, but I was always uneasy being alone in the house. I moved into my own apartment a few months later. I didn't tell the boys about my experience until they were older, so I wouldn't scare them. To my surprise, they told me their own odd experiences in that house. That's where I think most of my adult hauntings began. I've had footsteps and voices follow me everywhere I've moved. Things tend to go missing and pop back up when I no longer need them. Before my husband and I bought our house from a friend's parents, we made sure to ask if they'd ever had any experiences in the house to which they said no. But after moving in, we frequently hear footsteps in our kitchen and living room area. I've had experiences with ghosts at a few of my old jobs as well. I'm not as bothered by it anymore because it happens so often. I just assumed I'm being haunted by something. It's actually a running joke with my husband since everywhere we go, things follow me. I love the show. Have plenty more stories from family members and myself. I can't wait to share. Hope this makes the cut. Thank you for giving everyone an awesome outlet. Thanks, Joey. You know, when you're hearing something like that, you're hearing it. Yeah. You know, when someone walking down the stairs is a very recognizable sound, you know exactly what it is. And especially when you're babysitting or you're home with kids, you're like, Mm -hmm. kids are up again. And they hit hit the bingo word for me when it comes to haunting Pennsylvania. We have so many Pennsylvania stories. The whole state. The whole state. I have a feeling Alabama probably was, too. You might have brought it up from Alabama. The South seems to be real haunted. But, gosh, don't we have a lot from Pennsylvania. And Iowa. There are a lot. I have gotten a lot of stories out of Iowa. Well, I got one for you right now. I know. And that is um, (laughs) because of my old building in Iowa that I had. But I know that feeling because... I had a similar situation in that building I owned that the the staircase, you know, goes up from the basement, then there's a floor and then up to the next level. And so they're kind of just, you know, the staircase kind of runs in one area of the building, right? And so there's this shaft kind of that you can hear from all the way down. And I remember on Sunday, this one day in particular, but... I think I'd been hearing it for a while, but one day I just stopped. And it, a, a Sunday, it was completely, the restaurant was closed. The downtown was empty. I was the only one that was living down that area. And one day I I heard this noise and I thought, what is that anyway? Because I am the only one around for, you know, miles. And I stopped to listen and dang, it was somebody coming up the stairs, the basement stairs. Just like that. And so I know exactly the what they're yeah. talking about. That same feeling because of the way the stairs go. You know, you can hear them come up and then the down. 
And I was like, yep, that's somebody doing that real slow up the basement stairs is exactly what that was. But, you know, in that house that we lived in, that was a very distinct sound. You could hear someone walking. You can hear someone Mm -hmm. walking down the stairs and you can tell that it's not child feet. It wasn't our mom. Everybody had their own way of walking down the stairs. Usually it was us flying down them as Mm -hmm. fast as we could go. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just, it's very distinct and recognizable. But I think it's interesting that everywhere she goes, they have that. And they even ask the people like, hey, is this house haunted when they got (laughs) it? And they're like, nope, yep, it is. They may just be like me and take it with you wherever you go. I always say there's at least a little bit of a haunting that's coming with me. I, you know, now if the place is haunted, we've got a double whammy going. But I think that there's just a little bit of me that carries something around. And yeah, because they're I think, probably the same way. I think that there are just people who are open, are more open to it. And so, you know, and it doesn't even mean that the house is haunted. Yeah. You know, because the last house I lived in, I don't think at all it was haunted, but I definitely had things happen to me there. Mm-hmm. So sometimes mm-hmm. I just think things can happen and it's not necessarily the house. So maybe she could have that experience, but her aunt never had anything like that. Yeah. But the kids did. Uh, and that does not surprise me at all. Mm-mm. It's interesting. You know. Well, here, let's go to a call. Okay. Hi, guys. This is Grace from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I found your podcast a little while ago, and I have been binge listening ever since. Just calling to tell you a creepy story that didn't happen to me, but it happened to my mother. So, okay, my mother was in high school in the mid to late 70s, and she was the photographer for her high school yearbook. So one day her assignment was to take her yearbook photos of all the teachers in the school. So this is a pretty small town in Wisconsin, not a very big high school. She knows all of the teachers she's taking photos of. Uh, There's not very many. So she takes all their photos and she still has some uh, pictures left on the roll of film she's using. So she's at her house after school that day with her best friend, Anne, and my mom, Lisa, lived on a lake growing up. Her parents still live there. There is a dock out on the lake. Uh, so she took a photo of her friend Anne, who is just, you know, she's out on the dock goofing off, and my mom takes a photo of her. The next day, she's at school, they have a dark room there. She's developing this roll of film, and if anyone has worked in a dark room before, they know, you know, it's this really dark room. If you're all alone in there, it can be kind of creepy to begin with. And you have your chemical bath where you are developing these individual photos in. So she is developing this photo of Anne out on the dock, you know, kind of jiggling it in the chemical bath and the photo kind of materializes as you are agitating it in the little chemical bath container. It materializes before her eyes and as it does it, she freaks out. She is seeing the creepiest image. She's all alone in this creepy little dark room in high school. She you know, develops the image, puts it in the stop bath, and she gets out of there. She's freaked out. So in this image, there's her friend on the dock, and then 
hovering above the water where no one can stand, you know, it's out above the lake, is a disembodied head. It's the head of a woman who she has never seen before. Like there are instances where, you know, people have done photo tricks with double exposures and everything to make it look like there's something that's not going on with, you know, parts of other pictures over this particular photo, but this is not what was happening. She knew personally every person she took a photo of. And she was the only person who used that roll of film and that camera. And this was not any of those people. This disembodied head was of a woman with uh, long, dark hair that was in two braids. And it was not any of the teachers at the school. It was no one that she would have taken a photo of. And it was no one in town. She, she would have known. She, you know, small town. She was familiar with everyone. So she shows this photo to Anne, and Anne freaks out the same way she did, she, you know, really creeped out. It's her in the photo, and there is this woman, just her head, floating above the water. It wasn't like, you know, something that could seem to be facial features in the background or in the water. It was a very, very clear image of this woman's head with defined facial characteristics and hair, and they're both really creeped out. So. You know, Anne says to Lisa, get rid of it. I don't want to see it anymore. They're both creeped out. My mom doesn't want to have it at her house. She doesn't want to keep it. So they get rid of it and destroy it, which is a little unfortunate because, you know, us skeptics would have really liked to see it. But I really believe her with this story because uh, she told me this story as a kid, you know, multiple times throughout the years. Her story has never changed and, you know, it's been almost 40 years or more than 40 years. And she also, uh, she moved away from that town, but still periodically meets up with her old high school friend, Anne, to hang out. And she has brought it up with her to say, do you remember when I showed you that picture of you on the Oh, and Anne remembers entirely, you know, remembers how freaked out she was. She remembers it the same way my mother does. So I believe it, uh, as skeptical as I am about a lot of things, that is pretty, pretty creepy. Uh, don't know what an explanation could be for it. I mean, there's a lot of photos that people have with orbs or other vague, mysterious things, but this seems pretty clear, cut and dry, and yeah, pretty, pretty strange. Uh, wondering what your take on it might be. They haven't put forward any, you know, theories as to how that woman's head might be there, or who she is, or what she was doing, or you know what it might mean. Uh, so just just wondering what you guys might think about that. Hopefully you enjoyed this creepy tale. It still haunts my mother to this day. Uh, yeah, love your podcast. Keep keep going with keep keep doing what you do. Love to listen. And have a great night. That is so creepy. It reminds me of like when I was in college and I took a photography class, you know, it was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. But we had to do the same thing. And you go in the mm -hmm. dark room and you would print out your pictures and you're watching them come to life in front of you. 
It was really a cool process. It is. It's super magical. Like it, it but in a creepy way cuz you're in the dark with this one little infrared light thing, you know, that's there and it's it's super cool but creepy. Yeah. Cuz it just it, starts to you know, it's a ghost image and then it just gets more and more, right? Kind of like those Polaroid cameras where you take the picture and you don't see it right away and then it starts slowly coming in. And that's mm-hmm. what those do. So you don't know you know, back then, you didn't just look at your phone and go, oh, that was a great picture. You had to wait and go develop your film to see if the picture was any good or not. And in college, like, we had to develop our own. We didn't even take them to the drugstore or wherever. And so that would be the creepiest thing. It's like the there's only- a disembodied head. Well, and I'm trying to figure out, is there any way for it to be a double exposure from another um, there could piece be of the film. yeah, and that was something that would happen from time to time that double exposure thing. And so, in the development process, somehow you're actually developing two pictures together mm-hmm. instead of just one. Like the the film kind of touched or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but so but, I mean, like there might be said, debunkable ways to approach that. You know, but like there. she said, it, it it didn't match any of the other like pictures she'd been taking of people. Exactly, because then like you, uh, you can look at the other pictures and you could see what you were taking pictures of. And if you're taking pictures of one person on this whole roll of film, who is this person? Mm-hmm. Just super creepy that Endless one. person, just a head. Yeah. But it also is not a picture you'd taken of anybody. How would that just yeah. get onto? Would it be more creepy if it had the body, or would it be less creepy with the body? Like, when you just have the head, it doesn't make any sense for it to be a double exposure because there would be more body. You didn't cut it out or something, you know. I guess there's some ways maybe in the dark room that that could be debunked. There's somebody listening right now that's probably like, aha, I know how they could have done that. And if you're that person, let us know. Because that was like a long time ago. I took that photography class in college. I know. And I did some photography in college, too. And I, you know, I can't get my head around how you would just get a head off of it. You know, I suppose you could. But it seems like the rest of the body or part of it would be attached somehow. Realghoststoriesonline.com. Yeah. That's where you can write in today. But I'm going to I'm going to go with it until somebody debunks us. Ugh. Ugh. I'd have freaked out. Well, if you want an ad-free version of the show along with advanced episodes and access to the archive, you can become a premium subscriber. Do that through Apple Podcasts. Try it 3 days free. You can also sign up through patreon.com/realghoststories or ghostpodcast.com and for all of us here at Real Ghost Stories Online, thanks for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli? I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. 
Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.